Can we say at least seven controversial things today? Because that's that's what I'm here for. Well, seven each or seven, seven in total? Each. each. <laughs> the views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists, and by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Oh, it's for you. It's for you. Are you still taking me to dinner afterwards? If you're free, I'm, I'm free. free. Of course. Let's do it. Where are we going to go? Are we going to go somewhere in Dime Square? Yeah. It's my first time. I just moved to New York. Are you guys Dime Square people? Thanks, Terrence. You look like a Dime Square like, ambassador. Are you an ambassador <laughs> for Dime Square? Yeah, I get the t shirt and the hat. I can tell, bro. You're living your life. I can see it. I can see it. He's a Dime Square ambassador for sure. One time, when were we doing a pot? We were recording with somebody and it was kind of, it was like nighttime on a Friday, I think. And as soon as the sun goes down, it's like Dime Square <laughs> vampires are out. It was like 15 skateboards. <laughs> The whole street is filled with tables and beer and cigarettes and weed. And uh, even though the door was closed, we could, like, there was so you much. You could feel the energy of the We could hear it. We could hear the energy. <laughs> it, was, it was bleeding into the recording. So you can experience that later today. Thank you. Okay, we're going to start. Ready? We're recording everything. It's all going to make it into the B-roll. Fantastic. Well, I'm always recording. Just, I'm going to be at some point, so... He's already bored. <laughs> <laughs> you're already bored. Well, first tell us where you are, who you are, and where you're from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am uh, Emil Moyer. I uh, live between Colombo, Sri Lanka, and New York. Originally from Amsterdam. Met Alex last week. We're going to do some things together. And he invited me to come. That's amazing. Did you say Colombia, Sri Lanka? Colombo. Oh, okay. Same shit. Yeah. Basically. Oh, same it's shit. a foreign place. <laughs> where, were you, where were you born? Amsterdam. Wonderful. I don't have much connection there, except the current artist of my space is Croatian, but has lived in Amsterdam for the past 12 years. Yeah. I'm hyping up your space and your podcast. We're going to go. Oh, yeah. she. So, well, the biggest the biggest moment for us as a crew involved in the exhibition, because I'm not a designer, but I'm a typography nerd, but Experimental Jet Set reposted our font. So we created a font that was released to the world, and they made a bunch of buttons with our font yeah, and posted yeah. it. And they were, one, they were my teachers. Oh, okay, yeah, they were one of yeah. Nora's teachers as well. You guys are just really yeah. humble bragging a lot right now. I love I'm it. not <laughs> humble bragging. I'm fucking bragging. That was huge for me. Whoa. That was huge. That's, that is also, the artist, we were so <laughs> excited. They, I woke typography, up. humble brag is wild. <laughs> her name's Nora Tirado. You should you love her shit. She was a student of theirs as well. So yeah, we, you we can download that. Helvetica 52. The, the font. That's their font. Uploaded into your font book. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah, if you if you have to leave, if you have to leave, we just wanted to make sure we knew who you were. Are you leaving? You might. All right. Who? Tell us everybody who you are and where you're from. Um, my name is Maxi. I'm actually from New York. Um, and I'm an artist. Wonderful. And how? Why are you hanging out with this hooligan? I've known this hooligan for years. My yeah, friends. She wasn't sure about friends. <laughs> Listen. Most people love and hate me at the same time. There is something there that we might have to dig into after everyone else leaves. No, I'm just kidding. It's okay. I'm very hateable. Um, people don't like me. So I don't know happen. about that. I'll be the decider after this podcast. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Welcome to Blue Cheese. This is episode 18. I'm Ebeniel Haynes, your host. And today with me is... Alex. Alex the Kid by Alexander. I have a few Alex names. A.K.A. 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 Um, we are going to get into some incriminating shit today. I love incriminating. That's my favorite subject. And what we're going to do first is start with Alex's A.K.A. A.K.A. song. Mm. We're going to play a snippet of it now and get into Pure it. Pure Fire. I'm just going to say this before you play it. It does drag a little bit. I like the first minute, so don't judge me. But We're the second minute, I, I hate with a passion. We'll probably just play the first minute and anyone wa who wants to hear more can play it on their own. Let's go.
you know the name of the group? No. I hate names. So I was going to ask how to pronounce it because it says, I think it's Myth Sizer, Myth Scissor. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I like energy, you know. When it comes to music, you can't overthink things. Well, for anyone listening, like our, our inspo <laughs> song of the day is Mateo by Myth Scissor or Sizer. Eventually, so what happened the last episode, we had a lot of inspo for potentially a call-in. Mm. episode and i think this is a thing for listeners whoever knows the correct pronunciation yeah, i was yeah. i was pleasantly surprised by it i actually listened to a few other songs on the album i hadn't heard it before yeah i'm into french music right now it's my thing i, I always feel like i pick a like a style of music for the summer mm. and french is my new music it's a french boy summer that's what you said <laughs> french is your style of music it's also very you think in the room there was the description of like dubby mm-hmm. french dubby dubby weird um french music is my thing is this summer. something that if you were playing at a party or asked to take the aux chord you would put on no no unlikely because i uh, yeah i uh, maybe uh, probably not <laughs> so when would you play something like this just to myself at home um vibing making things in the background you know i like to listen to music when i'm designing things That's when you're designing things when you're designing clothing clothing or houses or stores or just things that are visual or looking okay, at humble brag. No, that's not humble brag. <laughs> okay. that's you just, you just came in and humble brag for 25 minutes about I was just humble bragging. It's okay, true. let's get this straight. I'm just I've not never a seen two people be passionate about, which I appreciate. I love that. I want to be one of those people. In case this doesn't make it into the B-roll edit, I'll make sure <laughs> it does. But there are some really wonderful people in the room who all love design yes. in different capacity. Yes. Type, houses, clothing. Yes. What else is there? I don't know. What else is there? <laughs> what else is there? Um, you know, when we were talking, you were like, I'm really into French jazz. That wasn't as jazzy as I was expecting. And then I asked. When did I say that to you? Um, when we were at the kitchen gala. Or no, no. Yeah, when we were. All, I think I was drunk. So. Okay. Anything so I say when I'm drunk, I do not mean. What about but this I'm podcast? F- I'm I, everything I say on this podcast, I definitely do not mean. And That's I, not a fair I'm disclaimer. Already, I'm already taking everything back. But. I would say I'm into French music, not French. I'm into French jazz too, but I'm just into a French vocal right now for the mm. summer. This is my summer vibe. French vocal. Do you yeah, speak yeah. French? No. Uh, no, I don't. It's just the energy, you know? Have you? Do you go to France often? Not really, no. Do you like French food? I like the accent. It's just, it's moving me right now. If next summer it'll be something else, you know? What was it last summer? Like house. <laughs> It's very like old, like Detroit house, like eight or like deep house, like deep, like the kind of house that like a really attractive Italian girl will say is not too commercial. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally that was my summer last year. Listen, for anyone who can't (laughs) catch that bleed, I'm sure you can because I heard it in my headphones. There's a lot of laughter in this room. (laughs) Um, Can you give us an example? No, because I was in Ibiza a lot last year. How do you pronounce it? Ibiza, because I'm from England, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we speak the Queen's English, but um, yeah, and I was around a lot of Italians and they would always say every song was too commercial. So the ones that weren't too commercial, you know, were the vibe, you know, um, Italians are very anti-commercial apparently. This is what I found out last summer. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that's the kind of house I like. Did you, last uh, summer, so summer. you, yeah. last summer, yeah. so you played house music in Ibiza last summer. Yeah, among other places, yes. Yes, and it was a good experience. It was very new to me. Hmm. I love new, you know, I love learning. It's my thing. Was it, what do you mean new? I mean, it's interesting because you said to me at one point in a conversation that you would do a set of jazz, or like you would play jazz. Yeah. Is that something that you, you feel like that's kind of interesting as a person who was a DJ too? Like you'll just kind of engage in a genre and like do house? I do it, I've done it. In my, I did it in my house in LA, which I left, um, and it was it had a mixed response. But I'm planning on doing it with the people that have a bit more um, social or uh, cultural awareness. That's my only plan in New York. I feel like my audience in New York is going to be a bit more aware, and if they're not, I'm going to just play it anyway. That's my plan. <laughs> have you ever played? So, like, have you ever played a party where nobody in the room knew anything that you were playing, and it didn't matter? 
Does that already happen? Yeah. Because that's, sure. that's that stressful yeah, for yeah, a yeah. DJ. But it's not right? really a party. It's like I'm sitting on my couch. Right. People come to my house and they kind of have to listen to what I'm playing, you know? So whether they like it or not. Well, have you ever played where people are coming to hear you put, not put really, music Not Mainly together? just people coming to my house and then they're forced to listen to anything I play. Which and they have no so they haven't really no say because the alcohol's free you know, and everyone <laughs> and it's too far to go to another party so they have to stick around you know that's that's really that's my strategy as a DJ and it's cool it's like you get like you get like occasional like bad looks but I don't care about those I'm just gonna play what I want you know but now in New York I feel like people are a bit more culturally aware so I think they're gonna appreciate the jazz and I'm also mixing it with like contemporary music so I'm mixing it with like rap acapellas and shit hmm. like that. yeah it's a whole thing it's actually we it's so funny you said that this is totally unscripted but i have a section in this pod where we do rapid fire you have questions. sections yeah i have sections what i got tabs that i open up you got tabs mm -hmm. i knew it i knew you had tabs i have labels post-its no you don't it's a lot no, i don't, don't see any post-its no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I see some scissors and i don't know what's on and some cds um i have a cell phone and a cork from a wine there bottle but Can I get my own section, by the way? Just letting you know that. You, I you kind of do. I mean, every okay. you, you have your own section. No, but I want my own dedicated section where you have to answer my questions. And I'm going to ask you the most invasive personal questions. And you have to answer them. Is that okay? I mean, that I, I think I'm pretty candid on my pod. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say yes now and have the the privilege of editing and post later. Sure. Because your fans want to know. When I was at the <laughs> Kitchen Gala, there were so many fans of the podcast that I was promoting heavily, by the way. And they really want to get to know the real Ebony. So I'm here. I'm here. Well, I will do a little less than humble brag that there are <laughs> fans of the podcast, which I love. There's you know what? We've never talked about the beginnings of this pod too much, but I'm going to share with you. Since I want to know. So shout out Tom. Shout out Taryn. Tom, the OG. Taryn, the diehard. Montez Press reached out to me in 2020. Mm-hmm to potentially do a special i mean i love the programming here i also have a long history with indie radio and like i've been a part of it since i was in in college um but it was it felt like it was out of nowhere the timing was probably perfect for me and they they kind of proposed something very carte blanche it was like what would you like to do we have this opportunity for people who we think might do something interesting and we need this from you if you like or if you don't like but what you know it was very loose mm -hmm. and i remember when the call came i was like trying to i was sitting in the park waiting for my next work zoom i remember everyone was working from home it was pandemic i was really stressed out and it was the perfect time i was like man yeah this is what i miss doing i miss music the art world's fucking stressing me out nothing is urgent enough for me to really have to respond to it's a pandemic this, like socially and culturally it felt really fiery protest like it just felt like a nice moment to reflect on something or like be a part of something that i really love mm -hmm. and i made it harder for myself i think they might have asked for like three episodes or it was much they proposed something much less intense and i came back with like nine episodes <laughs> nine out like an hour each with nine different people <laughs> everybody we always do one episode like, hang on guys yeah, i got an like, idea for like a 75 <laughs> episode run guys let's get let's get focused yeah they're like you want to do i think it's like you want to do a couple things i don't know they made it they were trying to make it manageable because they understood it was pandemic right mm -hmm. and i was like actually i've had this idea for years where i want to talk to people that i think are interesting for various reasons and just want to talk to them about music and i set up a really shitty recording space in my basement with like blankets and a microphone and a tiny little amp. And I, I did the first nine blue cheeses that way. And they were hyper. If anyone's listening, you can go into the catalog. The editing is very different. They were hyper edited because it was not in person. So people, they were calling in or we oh. would zoom. And I wasn't sure what the final format should or would feel like. And I, and I conveniently forgot how annoying editing even an hour of audio is. Um, so I played it too fast and loose, but I mean, I edited them down. I've had a lot of clips in there. There was like mm -hmm. sound effects and it was really fun. And they were generous enough to let me keep doing it. I so I it. just do it. And it's really awesome. That's literally the American dream right there. That is the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope. That's dope. I, I recently became a fan of your podcast and 
they are on repeat in my house. So. Mm. And I'm, I think I'm the biggest marketing. You got to pay me as a marketing director because I feel like everywhere I go, I talk about your podcast. Oh, so. stop. You uh, just found out about this podcast it's uh, pr- probably a week ago. Uh, listen, at the Kitchen Gala, who was promoting it heavily? Because you knew you were going to be on it. You're self-promoting. Yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> yeah, I'm only promoting my episode. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> See? He, he brought an entourage who are also promoting his own episode. <laughs> He's like, guys, I'm going to be on this pod. Come talk about how awesome I am. Okay. My guys, stop. Stop talking about how awesome I am, guys. <laughs> Um, do you know the song? Check this out. I have no idea what that song is, but it's flames. It is. You don't know what the song is? No. Jungle Brothers. I love it. Oh, really? Jungle Brothers? Yeah. That shit is so fire. Whenever this is such a, you know, basic thing, way to recall it. But when I start talking about house music with someone, I'm always like, girl, I'll house you. That is. If, if a guy said, I'll oh, house you, what would you say to him? I'll be like, fuck you, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> <your house> <laughs> no, no, I'd probably get upset. What if he was looking deep into your eyes? Uh, I'd probably get upset. Why? What does that mean, I'll house you? I don't know, but it sounds if romantic it to me. It depends. I guess it depends. Like I said, that all immediately I go to this um, visual of them being very intense and aggressive with it. That that speaks to your trauma. Let's talk about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how she doesn't that mean that like listen, if it's a guy is talking about houses in any context, there's a good that's a good thing, right? I think, but I'll house you for me. It's so f- that's I don't know why I don't know why it goes into a weird violent place. Same, yes, someone so else in the room. Do not right. Be do like, not try and separate my entourage from me. By the way, I know your excuses. Maybe for, maybe it's something. You think for that's women. bad? Yeah, that scares me. Yeah, like yo, I'll house you. That means like yo, I'll body you. It's like how does how does house get to body? And what is that? What you gonna murder someone? Is that what you think you're saying? I'm gonna body you. <laughs> I don't think I don't think murder. I didn't go that far. I mean, there's I mean, there seems to be something, but I don't I don't think that it, this song is violent. To me, it sounds weird. like I'm gonna give you like a house. I'll make you my wife or some shit. That's what I thought it was. Well, that's nice. Yeah. What else did it mean? What, how can house be like bad? That's like housing. You know, that's important. People need to live in houses. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know that. Um, yeah, no, that sounds good. If a guy says I'm gonna house you, I would suggest that you guys just go with it and don't like hit huh. him in the face straight away. You know, like just go with it for at least ten minutes and see if there's a ring because there might be a ring somewhere. You know. I don't think that's how anybody would deliver that phrase. Can I give romantic advice on your podcast? Yeah, please. Can I be that guy? Mm-hmm. But I need a salary. Um, <laughs> you can be paid in wine. Okay, perfect. Um, no, yeah, yeah. No, but I think that's good. Let's call call us call in and and tell me what you think because I think that's good. Huh? I think we have one caller in the room no, who she, agreed that it's she not has good. No, no, she doesn't have caller credit because she's not calling in. She's just stating an opinion that can't be heard on the microphone. So, uh, yeah, that's just me. I don't know. Why did you play that song, by the way? Because I, <laughs> since you talked about house, there was like, it was house music. I just actually, I... That's what you go to? <laughs> that's what I go to. And I was Someone's like, oh, let me you? see if they, wa- if, they know, if they love this Jungle Brothers. <laughs> you are so literal. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I just I also was very deep in this song and the Jungle Brothers because I wrote an essay for a catalog for the ICA VCU and ICA in Virginia for an artist named Jeremy Toussaint Baptiste. About this song? No, but I titled it Girl I'll House You. What is it? Oh, what is it? What's your conclusion? I don't want to hear the middle part. Just tell me the end. It actually, you know what? Now I'm just having an epiphany moment. I titled it that and I I wrote kind of a creative piece about my father who um made and designed speakers for mm-hmm. a living and was a DJ. And I have these memories of these like photos of him in his own house. He was really not a humble brag. He was like a big braggadocious. So he had this photo of himself when his nickname was also Shaft. And how do you get the nickname Shaft? It's a bad mother. <laughs> that, that was wise. too that was too if lined up. A, if that was story, not a script. There, yeah, there's a story there. Um, you don't get the, the, the name shelf for no he reason. He has lots of stories, but he had this photo <laughs> of himself that I always remember, and he won a competition. He was also really, he was like an engineer, and 
he figured out this really beautiful um, shape for the sub based on the distance from the floor and then the, the cano canonical mm -hmm. shape of the speaker. And he had a whole, like, you know, there was carpet for some and lacquer for others and why there were different size speakers and where. And he won this, like, speaker expo or whatever it was. But he's posing next to these two. He's six foot four and the speakers were taller than him. And he's like arms around them, Kangol hat, shirt open. And I always think of the title of the song, Girl, I'll House You, when I think of that photo. That reminds you of your dad? That title reminds me of my dad, yeah. What's the synopsis of your goddamn thing? It was really just that um, I know more about sound quality than you. Like, I'll, like basically, <laughs> that was the battle. He's like, yo, I'll house you. I remember being really... Um, I, I felt You're like so stupid. <laughs> I mean, listen. This is a very this is a very superficial top line summary. Mm -hmm. it, it goes into something that's funny. But I remember being a, in high school, and I mean, the first thing I did with my dad as a in a childhood memory was make a speaker box. I was seven. That's my memory. I was in his shop. He asked me what I wanted to do. I like chose the carpet. He showed me how to refurbish an old actual speaker, not the box. And I learned how to wire it and feel like I had memories of it. Mm -hmm. And he was his speaker shop in Toronto. He had a lot of customers. Most of his clientele were custom like car systems. And he instilled in me this super entitled like oral, AU oral, like sensitive ear. So when we'd hear cars drive by with the like booming system, but it fucking sucks because you've pre-purchased some speakers and put them in your car that you don't have the body for. Mm -hmm. And all you hear is like vibrating steel. And so then he like, he, you know, imbued that on me. And I felt this sense of, I know more than everyone else about speakers. And I remember this period of my life being in high school and I started getting into music more and I was collecting records and people so with cars would come around. your and connection like, with your dad. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I would even now be like, oh, my God, that's like the sound of rattling trunks when mm -hmm. people think that their bass is booming. But like actually, it's the opposite of booming. It's garbage. It's fucking garbage and it's rattling. <laughs> but girl, it's like, yo, girl, I'll house you. So that, that's, the, that's what you wrote about. Mm -hmm. That's dope. It's very uh, it's nice. I like it. It is nice. Yeah. Thanks. That's why you played the song? Yeah, that's I mean, <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot. I've been also been thinking about this since we spoke. Do you know this song? Wait, wait till it comes in. Wait, just give it a second. recognize it in one minute. I don't recognize this color. I love it, but I don't recognize it. So good. It's so good. Can you send me this song? Yes, by the way? I will. I, I like will it. send it to you. This is a is it, by the way, is this what you're going to play when you DJ, when you have your night at my, <laughs> my store? No. That you've already pre-agreed to? <coughs> that mm -hmm. we should go on. What? You're not going to play this? What are you going to play? I want to hear that. That should be an intro song. Well, I guess I've never played like that in public. I've never played music like that in public. I want my, my um, store to be a place where you can feel comfortable being yourself. How about that? Well, here's a question I have for you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had to play? Or I think I know the answer, but it sounds like you've never actually had to play for a crowd. Yeah. No, there's people. My house gets Your crazy. house doesn't count. I mean, not your house. I mean, like, no, have never, you ever no, been? I never leave my house in LA. This is, this is, this is, I would never leave my house pretty much. Um, but in New York, I'm I'm leaving my house. So it's but I mean, when people, if you're playing music, it's in your comfort. Like you've never been commissioned to come to a venue. And no, 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 no. Because when you <laughs> when that happens, you would I wouldn't play for myself. No, but you know I'm, I mean? I'm asking you as the venue owner, can you play that on your as your first song in your night that you're gonna do at 66 Green? By the way, you gotta come see Ebony play. It's gonna be amazing. Let's talk about 66 Green. Okay, let's do it. No, but you, are you going to play that or no? I can if it's a Thank request you. from my uh, promoter. Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Here, wait, wait. Before we start talking about Sissy's Green, more music education for the room. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ace the creator, man. Look. 
Casey Veggies. Uh-huh. Our future look. Hello, the hype is so mellow, bitch, I'm dope and my pipe is so yellow. The blue polka dots, pink stripes, and it's pink on the title. Nigga, fuck your role model, bitch. I'm my own idol, and if you can't face it, my Ooh, nigga, you got chills. I love that. Tyler. Amazing. Cortex sample. There's a few others. This is one of the, um, this is actually, no, I think maybe my Rodriguez record, uh, but this is like the most valuable piece of vinyl I own is my really? Cortex album. How yeah. much is it worth? How rich are you, Ebony? Let's, let's, <laughs> get, let's, get, let's get to it, you know? Let's, the people in the room want to know. Come on, valuable let's get to vinyl the, is, is, is relative. Can I to slip into my, my section right now? Because yes. I have a question. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. My, my, my first section no is called Let's Get to Know Ebony. <laughs> right? Okay, you ready for this? Wait, question number one is How rich are you? Give us a dollar amount in I'm your bank account s- right now. I'm so rich that I think a valuation of a vinyl record of $500 is awesome. My second question is this. <laughs> What's the in most insane thing you've done for love? Um, my God, so many things. And most insane? Listen, they're only going to get harder from here, so get ready. Um, most insane. Be honest, come on. Your fans want to know. I mean, I haven't been in, in love. Uh, what, what, twice, just tell us what the okay. most insane thing you've done for love um, is, so we can get to the question number three. But before I answer, I'm just going to say I'm doing for love, meaning I don't necessarily was not in mm-hmm. love with these people, just but the us. idea yeah, yeah, of yeah. love. No, whatever. It was Probably the most insane thing I've done was be around. I wasn't involved, but it was around me, and there was like. People were breeding pit bulls and selling them and it was very illegal and I was like, I was aware of it and thought I was like making, I was pretending it was okay and <laughs> supporting it. Um, but I, but I'm saying that because it, it sounds weird. I was very young, but in my heart, I remembered I was so uncomfortable with what was happening in that space and with those animals. And I, that was ultimately why I ended up leaving this person but that was insane for me to do because I was I was forcing myself to be uncomfortable in this space with these crazy people who were like illegally breeding pit bulls. Okay, my last question before we go back into your <laughs> session is this. Give me a name, two names, of who you love the most and hate the most in the art world. <laughs> who I love the most in the art world? Yes, and hate the most, by the way. And you can be honest, because look, listen, hate and lo- love and hate is like, you know, natural human emotion. So you got to love and hate somebody. Well, I'm going to be super diplomatic because that's why I'm successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got to be honest, though. Come I on. am honest. Who I love the most I names changes. And Instagram I mean, it, cha- it changes. Yeah, right now. Right now. Right now, right now. I love Tiana Nakia McLaughlin the most. She's the next show. Why? She's the next show. And there's this something that happens with every artist as we're leading into the show where I feel like there's this moment, like a window opens and I get to really know them in the practice really well. And... I I love them like an ex lover, you know. It's okay. like the show's over, and then I s- I will n- I will always have love. It's like a moment of uh, artists who make me, you know, question my practice as a curator, as a writer, as a dealer, and then it shifts, and then we like have this beautiful love affair. Tiana, if you're listening, I don't think that you <laughs> are, you don't have to respond to this, but I mean it shifts, and then it goes to another artist, and I've had many lovers. I've had many that. best loves. You're like a director, like on a big movie, and like you fall in love with your lead. Kind of thing. I get it. I hate you. I, I, I know that these guys. Okay, who do you hate the most? Um, right now. It can change. But who do you hate the most right now? Give me us a name and an Instagram account right now. This sounds so cheesy, guys, but I I don't I don't oh, know if I can say I hate somebody. Easy. You have to change the you have to change the phrasing. I don't hate anybody. I don't feel who do you dislike the most right now? It could change. It could be anyone in this room. It could be it could be listen. <laughs> This a, this a I mean I hate you right now no, for putting no, 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 no. this for I'm asking I'm these I'm questions. I'm That's I'm it. You're the art world. That's it. Instagram account. account. Uh, it's no longer Alex the right. Kid. You have to go check Alexander all caps. Okay, okay. There that you go. Well played, next so question. Well Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, what's, what's next? What's, uh, do you have another section? Oh, you want some wine? Yes, please. I do have a, I have a question for you that I like to ask everyone on this show. Um, this my, is but my section is... Fi- are, the f- are the phones on fire right now? My section are, is... Yeah, I can tell. I mean, I don't know. I didn't hesitate to answer. Go- that's just the start, by the way. I can do this literally for five days straight. So just get ready. I I've love when people. S- I love when people say literally. 
for something like you're going to ask me questions for five days straight? Yeah. You, you're literally going to do that? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. This is going to be the longest podcast of human history. Here's, a, here's something I really genuinely love to know about my guests. For th- so I don't... It's, it's even fine to be very candid about this. And for those who've listened, fans of the pod, mm-hmm. as you know, we have. It's never an interview session. No. I know who <laughs> you are. People in the room know who you are. If anyone listening wants to know more about you and your very fabulous career, they can Google. It's not an interview. Do they, do they know you, though? They know me, too. This Don't flip it. This is the next tab. Oh, okay. But what I like to ask, based on what we already know about each other, and people listening can do their own research... If you did not take the path of career that you did, like mm-hmm. if there, like what's I call it the sliding door moment. Do you know the movie Sliding yes, Doors I with do. Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes, yeah, yeah. So if you made that, let's let's assume your career right now is because you made that subway, you made mm-hmm. that the tube. Yes. If you didn't make it, where do you, that that particular train? Where do you think you would be, or what would you be doing? I think I'd either be a drug dealer. Mm. Or a like w- in England we call it working for the council, like uh, working for the city, yeah, government. Yeah, I would pr- uh, uh, Yeah, I probably will be a combination of the both, those two things probably. You can work for the government and be a drug dealer. Yeah, most people that most people <laughs> that are drug dealers in England <laughs> probably work at the council. To be honest, what's yeah. an example of a job that works for the council? Like it's like a very safe job that like everyone stays there forever and nobody really really like like really monitors your performance and so you can just do that be right like, like, a union like fixing roads or like being a sport right, i'll right. probably be like a sports like in a sports center like working with kids or some shit right and selling drugs and selling drugs right. on the side yeah but like just like not like important drugs just like non-important drugs you know well why do you think i mean okay let me rephrase it a bit because i what you don't like my answer well, that's the no truth. i do i like your answer i like it but i feel like you're i like that you answered from the gut i think what i'm interested in knowing is if you if if you didn't feel compelled to be creative in an arts way that was music or visual, mm-hmm. that, wh- what were you pa- were you passionate about something else? I was selling drugs and working at the council before. Oh, that's great. I music. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> perfect. I'm literally talking about real shit. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's I, actually yeah. the best answer. In then. London, it's very it's very it's like New York, I guess. Where like like the drug dealer can live next to the school teacher, mm-hmm. and it's very more cultural, and it's just like you that know, sounds could, more like I, Canada, but yeah. Kind of, maybe, I guess. And then I just grew up around a lot of, like, just hustlers, you mm. know? And uh, my family is, like, a line of, you know, a long line of hustlers. So I just, I think um, one of the things that's important to me is showing people another possibility. Because I know how it feels to, like, understand, like, logically that things are possible, but that to not ever think it's for you. You know, and mm-hmm. so I so I want to help people because I know that how limiting that could be, you know. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in that, and everybody I grew up with is, you know, really suffering with that probably. So I want to try and change that. Hmm. What kind of drugs would you sell? Just like weed. It's not even drugs. It's like not even you know weed and like weed like things. Probably. Um. <laughs> That was something I wanted to ask earlier, but what I really wanted you to expand on is changing it. And mm-hmm. we were going to get to Green Street. Yes. And what's happening there. Do you feel comfortable talking about yeah, that? Yeah, well, if I can talk about your night. Can I talk about your night that you've agreed to verbally? Sure, yes, please. Yeah, include s- them. So Join Ebony, it up. Promote Ebony it. Since g- you're such a great promoter, I'd like a flyer <laughs> for sure. with listen, some kind listen, of like guy's gonna be designer in the room typography. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Ebony's agreed to. She, Ebony, first of all, she doesn't like to tell people, but she's a great DJ. A fantastic DJ. He's basing it on nothing. And um, nobody hold him to it. She he hasn't DJed for like fifteen years or some shit. And she's gonna make her not re- publicly. My house, I don't count like you. Your but house doesn't mm. count. But she's gonna re reignite her public DJing prowess at my store one night a week. What <laughs> in New York? What? That's not what we no, do. No, no. On. You People, yeah, you do one night. That's not one night a week. You this said it's gonna be popping. You said on, you, you said I'm gonna do my first, yeah. my reappearance there, and, and I said one yes. night a week, fifty times, we'll fifty-two times it. a year. We'll come talk on. about it. We'll it's talk gonna about be, it. Listen, it's good, and that's the thing. And so she's doing that. So she's preparing for it right now, mentally and spiritually. So it's gonna be a vibe. And you heard some of the songs she played earlier that are gonna be part of her set. And yeah, I think it's gonna be big in the art world. People are gonna really like this. More than some galas that have happened. But you're not talking about me. You're t- I want to talk about the space. 
Oh yeah, so it's gonna if be. If you place feel comfortable, so, like, like, I think it's cool. So, okay, Ebony has that dream, so I'm gonna like help her realize that dream, and like many other people, I'm gonna help them realize their dreams in my store, which is gonna be a fun place to be in 66 Green. Uh, I don't want to talk too much. No, about you don't it, have to. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't want you to just give too no, much away. going to perform. There's going to be lots of interesting cool people that are going to perform or have nights there. That gonna, they can also you can also bring your friends to perform, and uh, it's going to be fun. And it's going to be an educational experience, but with a lot of fun and a lot of uh, free weed and free wine. Because can we mention that it has a an art space and a clothing. license? Oh, it has a weed and liquor there license. Yeah, and we have. Clothes, art, music, fashion, DJs, um, conversation. This is literally going to be the best time of your life. Sounds amazing. Yeah. The best time of your it's life. It's going to be that dime square, but in one concentrated space times 50. <laughs> what's, what's the square footage? 10,000 square feet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's in one sure. floor? No, in the whole building. Oh, but how many floors is it? Six. Five. Six and a rooftop. Seven. <laughs> you have the whole... I actually didn't know that. I thought it was just yeah, like yeah. one floor. And I think I just hired my art person, so it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be so... It's going to be... What are you going to do with all those floors? Well, I'm going to do fashion. Yeah. A wine bar. Yeah. An art space. Uh-huh. An apartment. Fashion. And a restaurant. Yeah. with a And a bowling alley. I'm going to do a bowling alley. That's the exclusive. You know, the bowling alley... <laughs> It's like very long and thin. And it's the bowling is gonna be. Oh, come on, bowling on Tuesdays. You're gonna be down in my store. That's gonna be a vibe. I, I Trust was, me. I oh was, my god. I was really That's gonna say. Secret. Yeah, I was gonna say not in not even in jest that a bowling alley south I'm of Forty sure. Second Street. Like there's nothing. No. There's nothing downtown New York that's bowling. You have to go to Williamsburg or yeah. somewhere on the upper. Where is that? What is that? neighborhood called like 32nd on the east side where is that mid mid midtown murray hill murray hill yeah yeah murray, hill. murray hill that's some white people shit <laughs> listen i'm telling you this i was gonna save it for joe rogan but i'm giving the exclusive there's gonna be a bowling alley in my store if you that's do joe rogan's flames. podcast i'm not djing in your space what the, that's not in your contract so you can't even do I it. i haven't signed anything yet First of all, i've had a whole extensive conversation with your attorney and would you do a joe rogan podcast uh, sure. She's gonna do a night right after yours. <laughs> no, come on. Listen, I'm uh, I'm all about being inclusive. What, you don't like Joe Rogan? Come on, dude. No, okay. I hate Joe Rogan. You he, can't. He's the worst. You know, I think <laughs> that you should have me full time on your advisor board. Okay. Okay. Your entourage agrees. Why do you hate <laughs> Joe Rogan? Let's go. Come on. I didn't say hate. Okay. Can I go back into my section? Can I ask you some questions? Sure. Sure. Okay, Ebony. Should I play a song? Can I play a song in the background? This is, I'm going to get more. Let's, okay, we're on level three. Guys, should we go to level four? <laughs> I'm so... Listen, I need my own podcast. I swear to God, I'm available, guys. It's, it's happening. Um, you're, you're, you're thrown off by how not thrown off I am by I know, your yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. It's way too composed <laughs> for my liking. Uh, okay, let me think of a good one. Okay. Hmm. Tell us your craziest drug story. Come, dude, I have a career here. Okay, never mind. Okay, let me ask you another one. Is that bad? You know, people are not people are not um, drugs. Okay, never mind. Okay, let me ask you another question. I'm incriminating enough by not answering that question for people to know True. that I have a crazy drug story. True. Okay, let me think of another one. Okay. Tell us what was the worst gala you went to this year and why? The worst gala. This is this is not a, an excuse, but I can't I can't fully remember <laughs> all of the galas I've been to. To be honest, okay, you ask me a question. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, come on, you gotta be honest with, the, with your fans. That's what they want. I'm That's always what honest. Nah. Listen, you're new to the pod. Let's ask Taryn and Tom. Am I the most candid person that you've ever? Yeah, heard one of my questions. What the hell? I've answered every question of yours. I don't like Rick Ross. I love Kanye and Drake. I try not to talk about them every podcast. Okay, let me ask you a question. There you go. If you met, let's say, okay, let's say you're Nikita single. Nikita Gale just texted me. I love Nikita. I know. That's let's I say you're it. single, okay? Uh-huh. What's the least amount your man can make? Why is this always about money? To, for you to take him seriously. 
You can make zero dollars. Zero dollars and you I'll can support him. him. Yeah, no problem. I love that. I love that. That's why I love you. Tell him, you know, if Catches. he can, can he... Um, Z- seriously, zero dollars. I'm serious, And he yeah. has no ambition to make any money. Does he have ambition to help take care of our home that no, I pay for? No, He hates your home. Well, then, no. That's different. No, so no, how no. much How much money? What's the least amount he can make? He can make... The least amount he can make is zero dollars. The least <laughs> he can do is be appreciative of what we have. And I'm using we because I'm, I'm generous with whatever. He can have what I have. It's ours. But he has to be like, you know, excited to vacuum that rug while I'm at work. Oh, he has, to, so he has to assume... He doesn't have to. He has know, to be a house leader. No, no, no. I'm saying take pride in what we have. But I mean, but if he, I'm just going to come home and then pick up after <laughs> us and you don't work... But I'm, I don't care if he makes money. He doesn't have to make money. But he has. I've to been contri- with plenty con- of people who don't make. He has money. to contribute though, in some uh, Emotionally, he I has to be that. supportive. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, go back to you. it's your question. Right? You're so stumped. Here's no. Uh, here's I'm, just, I'm learning so much. It's so, it's I'm Canadian. I'm super generous with my expectations. Really? Yeah. You know how many people I've dated who didn't have jobs? How many? A lot was? of hustlers who would call it a job who were bad <laughs> at selling give drugs. Us, give us a number. Um, How many people have you dated that have no money? I mean, everyone except the person I'm so like currently dating. Five or something? I don't know. I mean, also this question is weird. My relationship to money changes every like you know. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, yeah, the person when I was 22, money for me was like, can I get those Air Maxes? Yeah, but you know, I'm saying right now. Doesn't mind. This li- you ask questions. Though. Okay, I'll ask questions. That's why questions. I have the podcast. This is level, this is level four. That's I'm why not, I have I'm the really podcast. Leave it to me. Okay. okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna tell you a question <laughs> to ask me. Pause. No, 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 no. I want to ask more questions. You want to ask your question? No, it's good. It's a good question. No, go for it. Um, okay, I'm gonna turn the mic. Turn the mic off for a second. Back up. I hope we keep that pause in the actual pod, Taryn. Okay, go ahead. Okay, my my directions have been. <laughs> Ask Ebony what her current song is that she's listening oh, to. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I've created this format of wanting to know what people are. The prompt is what, is, what are you currently listening to on repeat? Or what is a regular go-to? And we've had both responses. Some people don't give a, a current song. Some people give, we had, you know, this I love Aya Brown's song. It's like when she's in the studio, she listens to this song and it's not current, but it's like a go-to. But I would, I'm ha- thank you for your question. Yeah, this all came from me, by the way. Um, this is the song I'm currently listening to and everyone, I, I want to play it right now to just kind of mark in time that I have been an advocate of this song from the release date. You know, I'm, I'm super hip hop. I want everyone to know that I knew the thing before the thing becomes mm-hmm, a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Straight up. Cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, 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 cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out. Ryan in the car with no keys, straight up. Louis V shirt with no sleeves. I got slaughter gang, nigga, I'm rapping. Turn on. Chopper get the preaching, I'm the reverend. Turn on. Call him new era, he capping. Yeah. Them the type of niggas I ain't that on. When I book a show, make my back end cashing. 21, Uncle Sound Dog, I'm taxing. Ryan in the coupe and it's a sport. Yeah. My bodyguard look like a horse. Straight up. She gon' suck me up like it's a chore. On got to the La Ferrari on the tour. 21. So did you hear about the release of this song this morning? I did see Fro do an interview by on Apple Music. It's a vibe. I can see you're really into it. It's a fucking vibe. You know, you know, when that thing happens, when the song comes and you know, it was like 5.30 in the morning I woke up. I went to bed at 5.30. You did? I think so, yeah. It doesn't happen to me as much anymore. But the song's fire. This song is fire. It's fire. It's crazy how like prolific Pharaoh is, you know? He's... It's wild. It is wild. Do you ever watch those interviews with this character named Nardwar? I do. I mean, one of the most epic ones ever is the Pharrell. Or, I mean, Neptunes, really. It's not Pharrell. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like to mention Nardwar because I'm Canadian, and I think it's cool. He's a legend. He's a legend. How how does that guy make money? What's his real job? Is that his real job? We can't make that much money from those videos. I, that's I'm always interested in like how, what's the mechanics behind Nardwar? You know, he must have like a he must be like a hedge fund manager or some shit. No way, hundred percent. Because how's he making money from one video every fourteen months about some? And he's just like Nardwar, Nardwar, like just stand still. Like, well, doesn't he? Didn't he work for like um, 
He must work for one. He has a real time. He, he, he had a show. He has a real job. He must have a real job. Or he has a rich parents. There's no other way. Or but he's married. Uh, he's married well, and he's. I don't know, but why is it working for MTV? Or I mean, it was he, much. There's music. no way he makes money with his content. There's no way. He makes a video once a year. <laughs> there's like no way. But we are talking about it here. No, it's amazing. But it's, there's no way financially he can be making. He, he must have another source of income. He must. There's no way around it, guys. There's no way. You ha- you have more intel into how to make income in that world, so sure. maybe you have you're onto something. But I don't think he would have been doing it for so long if he wasn't at least. No, I'm sure he loves it, and he's amazing at it. But he's no, no way he's only surviving on that income unless he lives. Can we explain that? Where? That's not two high paying jobs and something you've never heard of. There's no way. No other way is out here just he's just selling drugs or some shit. He's doing something. Or he's got a rich wife, or he comes on money, or no, he's selling I don't drugs. That's, that's the three options for Nardwa. That's all you got. I think I he's a drug dealer. That don't that that's the Canadian radio station is not making money. That's not enough. He makes seventeen thousand dollars from content maximum. There's no way that then you can't live on that in Toronto or wherever he lives. No, I disagree. I think that there's something um but listen, he has a job. He has a real job. Nardwa is out here living a life. He's probably this like. That's why we need the call-in show. Yeah. But ev- but everyone in this room knows who he is. There must be he's something. Super famous. So he's like yeah. so like maybe he has a a high premium for having his show even. I'm once very a week. involved in Nardwa information. There's, he has another job. Listen, I worked in radio <laughs> for a few years, and I have to say, even like the hosts of shows, you know, I actually was producing syndicated radio, which was not daily. So we had, you know, we were like weekly show producers. The money wasn't, you know, putting them up in a super fancy mansion and setting them up with a 401k. But, I mean, they didn't have to do a whole lot extra. Yeah, but that's, they have a job. Nardwa is putting but that's one what I'm saying. video Nardwa, a year. No, not one video a year. It's one a week. No, he's not one a week. That's, what, that's what our, what rec- our co-researchers just said. What did he do in the last four weeks? It's not one. Trust me. I know Nardwa information. I'm a fan of the culture. It's not one a week. Trust Nardwa. me. Nardwa. Yeah, one since, a year. Since one a year. He is making $13,000 a year from no, his content. No, no, I'm no, telling no. you. No Nardwa is not making any money. He's not. What's he doing? What, how's he making? Tell me how he's making money. How does Charlemagne the God make money? He's on a syndicated radio show. He has his own podcast. But po- how, do we know he, how do we know Nardwar is not syndicated? Because I know that. He's not. You don't. I you do. Don't. He's making one video a year. He's amazing. I love him. I wish, we, I wish he was making more money. But there must be another stream of income. There has to be. Charlemagne, you can't, compo- you can't compare Nardwa to Charlemagne. I don't know. I think Nardwa is more interesting <laughs> than Charlemagne. Charlemagne has a, has a podcast network. Ne- network. He has um, a, 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 a 9 to 5 at iHeartRadio. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to Charlemagne. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about relevance. I'm saying he has visible streams. But of what I'm saying is relevance, like Nardwire is relevant and people who even host once a week show would probably compensate him for that. Well, where's his show? We don't know. We've never seen his show. Maybe it's bigging. I don't, I listen, I, I feel <laughs> weird. I want to like promote Nardwire. I love Nardwire. I want him to be amazing. I want him to be good. Me I'm too. He's amazing. He's a legend. Let's bring him to Green Street. I'm down. Nardwire, if you're listening, I would Yo, Nardwar, let's fucking... Yeah. Let's. It's you like, it's, it's my space too, yes, guys. Yes. You can have a whole night. Nardwar, you can have... You can have we can want. share my residency. Yes. I bet you can just stand in the corner and like, do this. <laughs> I bet he has so much... His vinyl collection's insane. He's so knowledgeable about the culture. Oh, I'm not really a fan of this 58-minute J. Cole interview that I see. I watched it. I've already watched it. It's you did? It's good, yeah. Oh, oh no. No, it's not good. Oh, my God. What happened? Taryn, do you also love Rick Ross? <laughs> Should we go around the room and find out more about the, the crew? No, wait. Let me just let me let me reflect. It's no shade. The crew look very I wanna, interesting. To I want to just be honest in that I think J Cole's a herb, and we can move on. The crew's interesting. Can I can I ask you a question or can I not? Please it's, do. Have you ever heard the game um, F Mary Kill? What is it called? Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary. You never had this game before. Oh, fuck Mary, kill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so your accent yeah. confused yeah. me. Yeah. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Um, as long as there's no one in this room. No. Okay. No. No. It's it's J Cole, mm-hmm. Drake, mm-hmm. and Rick Ross. This is probably the best question I've ever been asked on this show. There you go. I'm here to make the records happen. The kill part is where I'm struggling. Well, tell us the uh, easy, I don't easy part. F- uh, Mary Drake. Why? He's Canadian? Um, <laughs> no, because I've been 
uh, a real fan since his like before you label. Appreciate his I appreciate artistic. his uh, absolutely. Right, okay. I think he's super talented. So, so I'd want to marry him. Who do you fuck and who do you kill? Can I kill two? No. Mm. You kill and fuck one. You kill one. Just the game. That's hard. Ricky Rose. Oh God. Or J Cole. Ugh. One has to get sweet loving, and the other one has to get. Ugh. In cold this is blood. terrible. This yeah, is yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. This is the game, though. This is why. This is this is why my po- my version, my edit, my episode is gonna go viral. You know, I'm so torn that I I don't I don't feel. But pick one if you have to. I can't. If you have I can't. To. You have to fuck one. You have to murder one in oh cold blood. Oh God, it's making me uncomfortable. I can't even keep my eyes open just thinking about well it. Well, do it with your eyes closed. <laughs> I guess I would fuck J Cole and kill mm. Rick Ross. Why? I don't know. Two of less, one of lesser evils of the. I don't know. Okay, that makes no sense. But like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> we're because getting, we're getting nods in the crew. Know, maybe. Okay, here's why. Here's why. I'll, I'll let me put it on blast. Let me put it on blast. Here's why. Right. Because J Cole's not the one who has a line about giving girls ecstasy so they can, he can fuck mm. them. You know. So like, it's lyrical content that you're. you're um, it's lyrical, not yeah. lyrical content, but like, not being a rapist. Yeah, anti-rapist. I like that. Yeah, I'm like anti-rapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, good. That's, good. That's, That's good. That's good. That feels That's good with my yeah. answer. You should, you should run for president on that. On that. That's big. <laughs> I also am a huge, you know, I can be honest, like, there are many Rick Ross songs that I, I was just talking about it with the crew in the room. I could uh, do Rick Ross karaoke, unfortunately. But do I respect him as a as a cultural contributor? Probably not. Nor do I really respect J. Cole, but. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. Drake all day. Listen, that was very telling. We loved that. That was good. And my question's better than yours. I don't think so. If you had to rate my questions, let's kill it one to ten. <laughs> what would you rate them? Um, I give them about a seven. Okay, true. You know, they're not really stumping me. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to answer. Mm-hmm. It's also my pod, so I, I mean, I'm pretty candid on this pod. Is this I all going to get edited out? No, <laughs> it probably won't. It won't. The silence will get edited out. Okay, perfect. Okay, are you ready for your rapid fire question session yes 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 i'm okay. so ready so but please lean into the rapid part you know like yeah, yeah, of course. try not to I'm think listen, they call me next time we do a me- let's get a metronome my my nickname was rapid in school really no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> come on what the hell are you talking about all right ready yes I'm as quick as possible i'm on the edge of my seat this guy i'm gonna wrap it's, it's not that guy. it's not that hard but well, i just want to i just want to know I'm on the edge of my seat. Let's go. Fried or grilled? Grilled. Jay-Z or Kanye? Jay-Z. Smoke or vape? Smoke. Drive or passenger? Passenger. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Cats or dogs? Come on. That's where you're pausing? Uh, you pause on cats or dogs and you were quick uh, with Jay-Z. Dogs, dogs, dogs. Oh, my God. Do you have either, by the way? No. Okay. TV or movie? Movie. Snoop or Dr. Dre? Dre. Pacino or De Niro? Pacino. Vomiting or diarrhea? Vomiting. Instrumental or acapella? Instrumental. Co- chocolate vanilla? Chocolate. Football or basketball? Football. Summer no, English football, not American football. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, touche. <laughs> Summer or winter? S- winter. House party or being home alone? Not rapid. Come on. Uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, it's over. You lost. You lost that one. That's the end. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Who wrote those for you? It was good. I wrote them for myself. What? You're like a writer, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's tough. That's, tough. that's almost as good as my questions. My questions are well bad. I think my questions are a bit more interesting. Okay, can I ask you one more? Wait. I, okay, okay, sure. Now ask me one more. Do you... Um, <laughs> I've, asked, I've actually asked this question to every guest for my crew in the room mm-hmm. not on the pod and i decided to ask it here mm-hmm. really it started because somebody came on who we asked a question that felt very cryptic and and pretending not to you know like they work with someone really famous and we weren't be we were i was trying to be cryptic but i was kind of following their lead and not sure how much they want to talk about it but like i personally don't care about what what's considered famous or why people think people on my pod might be known but do you like giving interviews and talking about no no. i hate it i don't like attention yeah but i know a lot of people like attention and i get it you know 
And little, I, I, I think know. I want to ask that maybe more regularly, producer, take a note, because it comes up later where everyone who's been on the pod is like, for 50% of the people on the pod, it's their first podcast. Is this your first podcast too? Yes, I think so. Amazing. Honor. We should get some kind of pin or some shit or like a ribbon for everyone yeah. who comes on. We should. But um, I also am just like doing a humbly brag, I guess, I love a in that brag. I think I've chosen brag. people who I actually respect for their what they do and what they're interested in and want to genuinely talk to them. And I could give a fuck. I, I really don't care about why they're here. And it's really fun for me. It's like everyone's kind of apprehensive that I'm going to give them a rapid fire question that's about their career. But I don't care about your career. I don't care about my career either. It's, I don't even know what it's it like means. It's like the least most in fun thing about me. I don't think I knew who you were until about two months ago. I didn't know who <laughs> I was until a month ago, so you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm more about uh, trying to be in the moment of just um, happy, you know, being happy in the present moment. Are I you happy in New York? I am. You I'm kind of have done, I mean, as someone who's done a big, you know, uprooting and move, granted it's, I went from country to country, but from Toronto to New York was pretty drastic. I mean, I think from West Coast to East Coast, do you, are you like settling? I mean, maybe yeah. you're familiar with New York I was York here enough. before though, but oh, okay. um, yeah, I think uh, New York is where I need to be. LA is amazing, but as a single dude, it's very distracting, you know? And I think that um, New York you is You think LA is more distracting yes. than New York yes. as a single person? Because I built a community of people that would come to my house, and I, so I couldn't escape it. In New York, I'm going to choose a different community. And then I'll have LA whenever I want it, but it won't be super invasive when I don't want it, you know? Mm. Which in LA, it became that. So I can just go to LA when I feel like it and leave when I feel like it. Not being able to leave. I went to Europe for three months last year and I realized how trapped I felt in LA. I didn't see it until I was out of it, you know? Mm. So, yeah. No, I, after I came back from Europe last year, I, was, I couldn't be in LA. I can't be in LA full time anymore. It's too... It's too crazy. I can't focus. Crazy like you get too distracted with women. Women. For sure. Let's let's get let's let's expand on that. Yeah, I think it's it's amazing. And for a single guy, um it's just very distracting. I don't know what to say. Have you ever been married? No. Do you have any kids? No. Do you have any loves that you regret? No. I love I think I'm right where I need to be. But LA is not like, if you're a successful person in LA, a dude, single guy, I think it's very, um, it's not real. It's it's very, um, it just makes you kind of like, it just, it's just, it's just, I think it's very, um, just, I don't know, it's hard, it's very hard to explain, but it makes you, it's, it's not normal, it's not natural, mm. you know? But do you think do <laughs> that you makes think no sense? No, it makes sense because do you think that maybe though it's been you've like it's been the unnaturalness has been bred through things like having a particular kind of vibe at your home? Like maybe people yeah. are there for the wrong reasons. I'm not. No, no, no. Everyone at my house is amazing. It's not about that. It's just, it's just. I think there's an order in the universe, and I think in LA, if you're a successful dude, the order gets shifted, <laughs> and I think that it's it's not productive to focus. You know, so I don't want to be in that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I but why does being successful need to in, impede finding somebody interesting? I think I'm successful. Uh, no, totally. But I think in LA, it's very, the culture is very different from New York. How long did you live there? 12 years. Mm. I think the culture is very different from New York. Mm. And I think it's totally fine. It's amazing. It's just not where I want to be all the time, mm -hmm. you know, but... I think New York, there's like a higher level of just like cultural IQ in, in any person you meet. And I, and I, and I miss that, you know? And mm -hmm. I think that um, in LA, you just, you just all of your, I won't say vices, but all of your, um, just like this, it's so easy to get lost in a, in a, a whirlwind of pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's best for me because I feel like um, that's not where I'm happiest. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I need more than that. Mm. It's not enough for me. But I lived there for 12 years, so, you know, it was a long time. And it sounds like a formative time. The best best time, best memories, but I think it's time for me to be challenged. And on that note, 
<laughs> we are going to eat some food. Can I get like a sound effect when I say that? Yeah, okay. yeah. Let me. Wait, wait. Here. I want to be challenged and that shit rings off. That was good. I'm full of Sancerre and, you know, I... I think that's the best. That we left it. No, no. Put your microphone back. Get out of here. I'm not finished. I'm, I'm wrapping up. We're still recording. Oh, my bad. But a song that I played today twice mm-hmm. after receiving your preferred song mm-hmm. was one of my favorites of all time. Okay. Um... I don't know if I should play this now because it's a bit of a long lead-in. This, I think you should do what feels natural. We're gonna end with this song. I'm just gonna give an ex- an ex- outro now. It, it's like one of those, you know. I was thinking about songs that I love, where like there's a good build-up or the intro's good, or there's like a moment you're kind of waiting for. Mm-hmm. And this song is so exemplary of a song that I always it's like. You want to you want to turn it off, but just wait until that bridge comes because you're gonna f- fucking fall Let's on play the it, floor. Play it, play it. We'll play it for everyone as we exit. Thank you. Thank you, Alex Alexander. Thank you, Ebony Ebony. And uh, yeah, everybody comes to see her performance. So we don't know when it is. We don't know what day it is, but it's coming next year, 2023. It's gonna be massive. Like you're gonna like it's gonna be huge, right? It's, it's your, gonna it's, be huge. You can't return to DJing and not. Give the people what they want, right? Well, don't make me nervous. No, it's gonna be listen. And if and if you have any issues with what she's playing, just really do we have a, like a? I need a new Serato. Can you get? You I had a flood. Whatever you need, whatever you oh, need. Okay. I got you. Production. I'll do pyrotechnics. The whole thing. Whatever you need. Pyrotechnics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, do, we'll do the whole thing. <laughs> I'd like a DJ booth with an entourage behind me. Yes, I got. I can. I can hire an entourage for you for sure. You can hide. I I can bring an entourage. <laughs> I don't need fake entourage. Okay, like <laughs> that's when you really made it. When you've got your fake entourage, you just pay for the for the night. That's big. <laughs> I'm gonna make everyone listen to this whole not this whole song, but you have to listen to at least two minutes. Because can I go to the bathroom? You can go to the bathroom while it's playing. Tom, we're gonna play the thing until the bridge comes. It's so good. Thank you for being on this. This pod, is your though. song for the for, for the week. This is my this is my like outro song. I think it's. I want to hear it. Let's hear it. It's really good. But thank you for being thank here. Thank you for having me. Um, blue cheese, everyone. Thank you for joining. Entourage and crew. <laughs> um, this was really cool. Thanks, Alex. If I gave you my love you what I do I'd expect a whole lot of love out of you uh. You got to be good to me I'm gonna be good to you